Blog Talk Radio.
Ministries on Sunday. We are a Christian Protestant internet church and a local church assembly in the name of Jesus Christ. We are founded in a legacy of God's love. Amen? Amen. We want to thank the Lord for affording us this opportunity to come into your homes and to minister the word of God to you. We are happy that you got up out of the bed and wiped the sleep out of your eyes and said, it's time for church, Jesus. Amen. We are in over 100 countries outside of the territorial United States of America, and we want to thank God for all of you, whether you're listening while we're live or you recast. Amen. God is real everywhere. Amen. And his children are not pushed aside. Amen. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for this fast that he's blessed us with. It's been challenging, but it's been good. Amen? It's uncovering the very hidden sins that we're focusing on. Amen? God wants those things gone. Amen? We keep repenting, but he wants them gone. Amen? Amen. So we're working on that. Amen? We're not going to pretend we don't know about them. And we're not going to pretend that God can't do anything about them. We're going to do what God calls us to do. Amen? And that's to obey him. Amen. Amen. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as your people, we want to thank you for this opportunity. We want to thank you for all of those who joined us via the Internet and those that are here in person. Amen? Your love is everywhere. Your love is especially poured out into the hearts of the believers all over the world. So we thank you, Lord, that as we submit ourselves to you and as we humble ourselves before you in this fast, that you pour out your love in our hearts, that you soften those hardened places, Lord. We've been hurt there time after time after time again. And so now we just have this big callus there. But we know, Lord, that your word and your love are sufficient for us. And wherever those places are, Lord, you're ready to work on them. And we've come to say, yes, sir, it may not feel good, but we're going to do it anyway. Because we know this is what brings our growth. And we know this is what pleases you. You didn't tell us being a Christian would be easy. You said that you would be with us. You would be in us. You would strengthen us. You would help us. You would teach us. You would guide us. You would direct us. Amen? So we want to thank you that you're with us, that you're in us, that you're teaching us, that you're guiding us, that you're delivering us, that you're helping us go one step at a time as we become who you are. Amen? As we become who you are. You know, saints, change can be slow sometimes. Sometimes we have these spurts of growth in God, and we're so excited, and we're just bouncing around. Oh, look, look, I can do this now, and I can do that now. Now I don't do that anymore. Now I do this. 
But then there are other stages where growth is not so swift. Amen? There are places we have to really press into God. And there are places where we're weak, and there are places where we've been wounded. Amen. Nobody wants to amen that one. There are places where we are weak, and there are places where we've been wounded. And we don't like to mess with those places. But God is not the God who gives up on us because it's uncomfortable for a little time. He comes to our rescue, and he reminds us that he's going to give us the courage and the strength to walk with him as he strengthens us where we are weak and he heals us where we've been wounded. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So don't run from it. When the challenges come, don't run. Don't hide. I used to try to hide. It never did any good. But anyway, I thought I'd try that. It just didn't work. So I can tell you right now, don't bother. Uh, God knows where you are. (laughs) Yes, he does know where you are. Amen. And so we want to encourage you to run to God and not away from him. Because you really can't run from him. You can just con yourself into thinking that's what you're doing. Amen. We know the truth. So at the beginning of our service, we open our hearts to the Lord, and we start by repenting of our bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody has bad stuff, no matter how young you are or no matter how seasoned you have become. We got little stuff that... You know, wasn't quite right. It didn't line up with the scriptures. Whether you did it, you said it, or you thought it, it exists. Amen? Amen. So this morning, we're going to focus on our thoughts. Mm. The things that we thought, that you just know that, what, that didn't please the Lord. In fact, it didn't please you either. That's why you can still remember it. Amen? So Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, We come before you thanking you for the grace of forgiveness, thanking you for an opportunity to repent. The Bible says when we confess our sins, when we confess our faults, you are just and faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Sometimes, Lord, life gets downright tough and uncomfortable. It gets a little too tight to breathe. And so sometimes we have these little thoughts that just are completely against the scriptures, and we know it. And we repent for harboring them and playing them over and over like an old record, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for cleansing us from all of our unrighteousness, from delivering us for those evil thought patterns, for cleaning out our hearts. Cleanse our hearts, Lord. We're coming before you, asking for change in our lives asking you to help us in the places where we're downright stubborn and hard-headed and don't want to do what you want us to do. Amen. We have those places. And we ask you, Father, to help us to reason with you properly, to understand that you're God, and even though we don't like what you're saying, you're still right. You're still right. All your judgments are right. We may not like it, but it's right. And if we do what you tell us to do, things will work out better for us. Amen? 
You have a plan in mind. You have more than a goal. You have a plan, and you're deliberately working on us. You haven't forgotten us. We didn't just come and say, Jesus, be my Lord and Savior, and then you forgot us. No. You're actively involved in our lives. Sometimes you're turning things upside down, much to our dismay. But you tell us to be of good cheer. You've overcome the world. So the overcomer lives in us. And so in every situation that we're dealing with, you will help us and aid us and strengthen us to overcome. Sometimes overcoming doesn't look like what we thought it was going to look like, but it's overcoming nonetheless. So we thank you, Lord, for the blessing as you bring it and as you present it. Amen. Amen. We thank you for forgiving our sins, for washing us clean, for giving us a new mind and a new spirit and a new heart. Amen. And we celebrate your sacrifice on Calvary with our Holy Communion today, Lord. We thank you for giving us a new heart with new words, new minds, and a new direction. We give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' name. And if you have your element, amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also... I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, You do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep or are dead. (laughs) For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Amen? Thank you for not being condemned with the world, Lord. Thank you so very much for that. It is truly a blessing to covet. Amen. Hidden sin. Hidden sin. Oh, Lord. Our fast covers these hidden sins. Hidden. Hmm. 
Is there anything we can hide from you, Father? But we think we can. <laughs> we think we can. <laughs> Amen. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Secret faults. Sin includes anything that comes between God and us. So, Lord, we are deceiving ourselves if we think there's any point in burying our sins out of sight where no one can see it. Sin that is hidden still gets in the way of our relationship with you. In hiding it out of sight, we think that we have fooled other people, but we do not fool you, Lord. Amen? Amen. God is not fooled. He's not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that also shall he reap. Amen. Lord, you tell us that our hidden thoughts are just as serious and damaging as our outward behaviors. You call us to be people of integrity and wholeness without any darkness festering inside us. It is clear that it is our own selves that are hurt most by these secrets. Lord, your word tells us that soon you will judge the secrets of every heart. You will bring everything to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether good or evil. In the scriptures, Lord, You said that everything that is covered up will be revealed and everything that is hidden will be known. All the things that we said when we were all alone will be proclaimed from the housetop. Father, in Jesus' name, give us the courage to bring our sins into the light of your spirit. Lord, our hidden sin eats away at our heart. We have far less peace because of it. Help each of us to give it to you. Lord Jesus, show each of us the sins that we hide from ourselves. Reveal to us the sinful thought habits that we cling to. Remind us that if we nurse any hatred toward another, we are guilty of spiritual murder. When we allow lustful thoughts to continue to obsession, then we are committing the essence of adultery. Father, teach us to never be dishonest with you or with ourselves. Examine our hearts, Lord, and reveal its content. May there be no secrets between us. Clean out our hearts. Lord, as we look into the mirror of your word, Open your eyes, open our eyes to see anything that comes between us. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, assignments, and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise for that. Amen. 
Hallelujah. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones, and we bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, listeners, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks. All Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, devils, sex devils and all unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing and womanizing spirits. Havana syndrome, brain changes, injury, remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons we bind in Jesus' name. All targeted radio frequencies, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind all pulse weapons in their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequencies, all hypnotic trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all 5G and components, everything coming off the satellites, the cell towers, and through our electronic devices in Jesus' holy name. We bind everything coming through video games, computer games, phone games, all of those spirits that take over the mind. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all mystic rituals in their intent, all hypnotic and trance devils in Jesus' name. We bind all sonic frequencies in their attacks. We bind the work of every druid. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American. Australian, New Zealand, Asian, Pan African, Korean, Chinese, Russian, all tribal groups, all indigenous groups, Arctic and Antarctic, all Latin Americans, and Caribbean black and white magic. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing minds, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind mammon and his agents, and all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, and sin against us. Astral projections, sending demons to work against us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bind all vampire spirits. Stealing our energies and vitalities. We bind all voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, la-la land, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits. Lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experience, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride. We bind Leviathan and chain him with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and solely sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal. Molech, 
Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet and its 72 in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in Jesus' name. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grip, and all associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for that, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, the work of errors, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their harassment, fear, and witchcraft back on their own head as well as their own mind control. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive. But the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the, ba- the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief and whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for all kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians, Father, in the name of Jesus, and those that were left behind in Afghanistan in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for that, Lord. Provide their needs. Do whatever is needed for them, Lord. Supply the needs in Jesus' name, whether it be encouragement, whether it be healing, whether it be resistance, whatever the need may be, Father, we ask you to supply that, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, to be bound and leave us now in Jesus' name. Come out now. Every demon coming up across the computer lines, we bind them and return them in any curses in Jesus' name. All the ear, nose, and throat demons, we command you to come out of the people of God right now in the name of Jesus. All the ear, nose, and throat devils, come on out now in Jesus' holy name. We cough you out now from the gut. Deep breath and cough out. Deep breath and cough out. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' holy name. Everything in the airways. So all the ear, nose, and throat devils, come on out the people of God. You can't stay there. COVID, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out. COVID, you're bound in the name of Jesus. And every other COVID that they send to us, we bind you in the name of Jesus, and we command you to come out of the people of God. You have no right to be there. Their bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. 
and there is no place for demons in Jesus' name. So we're here to rouse you out, and we command you to come out now, be bound, go to the feet of Jesus, to be judged before your time. Come out. Come out. Come out of the nostrils. Come out of the sinuses. Come out of the throat. Come out of the larynx. Come out of the chest. Come out of the lungs in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out every ruka. Come out of the blood. Come out of the blood. Come out of the blood. Every disease state. Come out of the blood in Jesus' name. The life is in the blood. Come out of the blood. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All airborne pathogens, you're bound in Jesus' name. All airborne pathogens, you're bound in Jesus' name. Every disease that attacks the blood, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Every disease that attacks the blood, you come on out right now, bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of the people. Come out of the people. Come out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus. All the demons in the mind, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demon in the mind, come out of the mind, come out of the mind, right now in the name of Jesus. Come out of the mind, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. Every demon in the mind, all the stress, all the worry, all the insecurity, come on out now. Come out now. All the words that went in and became wounds, you're bound. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Come off the net, come off the net, in the name of Jesus. Come off the net. Come off the shoulders. We break that yoke. We destroy it. We destroy that yoke in Jesus' name. Cast your cares, saints. Cast your cares. Come out. Come out of God's people. All that stress, all that worry, all that burden, all that oppression, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. All the mind demons come out right now. Every hindering spirit, every blockage, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All of the devils that have been pressed in through the years, through things people have said and done to us, you're bound. Come out now. All of that, all of that abuse, the abuse devils, come on out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. All the abuse devils, all the hurt, all the wounds, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people right now. All the afflictions, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of the people of God. Come out of the people of God right now. Generational mind devils, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Generational mind devils, you come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. No matter which side of the family you come down, come on out. There's no room left for you, Father. We thank you for releasing your angels to war against these demons that are warring against the people of God. Generational witchcraft, you're bound in Jesus' name. Generational witchcraft, come out of God's people. Cough even if you don't think you've got it. Cough it out in the name of Jesus. Generational witchcraft and manipulation, come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Sex devils, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All the sex devils, you come out now. All of the lustful sex devils, wantonness, bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Pornography, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Evil eye, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We close the third eye in Jesus' name. Come on out, come on out, come on out. Come on out. Come out even down the spouse's family line. Come out. Incest, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Come on out. All of that generational incest, come out in Jesus' name. 
fondling, molestation, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out, sex dreams, wicked dreams, come out in the name of Jesus Christ.
to taunt us in our sleep, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anything trying to get into our dreams. Satan trying to place suggestions in us, in our dreams. We thank you for the fiery wall of fire, Lord. We thank you for the wall of fire with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your angels. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft curses, and anything else being sent to us, and we return them to the sender in Jesus' holy name. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords, lay, lay lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leads, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and blow up walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and the like. And we break the power of every curse, hex, vex, love spell, fetish, magic, voodoo, sorcery, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, all psychic powers, psychic warfare, bewitchments, all death spirits, incense and candle burning, crystals, root work, hoodoo. Chanting, incantations, and anything else that was sent to us, all tribal rituals and sins. And we break your grip and hold over our lives in Jesus' name. We bind spirits of, of spiritual blindness. We bind spirits of bondage, spirits of heaviness, spirits of fear, and spirits of hate. And we release the love of God into the people of God now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen, amen, Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, that was good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Mm. Well, see, God has a word for us. You know he does. We're on a fast. You know we got a word. Not that we don't get it all the time. We do. But we're on a fast. So you know he's going to talk today. I hope you got your little pencil and paper ready. Because God's got something to say. Yes, he does. Praise God. I'm glad he does. I'm glad I... We're not in one of those churches where they they rerun the same sermon every other Sunday. You know what I mean? Amen. No, I can't do the three scriptures and going. I get bored with that. I just can't. I can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> I know what they do, but I can't do that. You know, and um, they always come from the Gospels. They don't come from anywhere else. You know, like they don't know the rest of the Bible is there. You know, I, I can't work like that. <laughs> That's just not me. He didn't make me that way. Amen. I think the whole Bible is what we're supposed to talk about. Amen. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. That's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, my word. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Let no, it didn't say all corrupt, it said no corrupt. Communication proceed out of your mouth. Okay, everybody say now, 
Lord, I repent. Amen. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Now we can go on. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. How does she think you're going to get to heaven if he doesn't take you? And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Amen. God is good all the time. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. As I was preparing this message, I came across these words. Words are both better and worse than thoughts. They express them and add to them. They give them power for good or evil. They start them on an endless flight for instruction and comfort and blessing, or for injury, sorrow, and ruin. Words are mighty powerful. Amen? Amen. Words are the most most powerful things in the universe. The words we speak will either hold us in bondage or bring us into success. Many people especially saints, have been held captive in their circumstances by their own words. If you are not already moving toward victory in your life or marriage or finances or health, and you want to turn things around, you will need to change your vocabulary. Amen. You're going to have to put something over this mouth here, and you can only let certain things come out. Amen. (laughs) When we were in school, there was a saying that was popular then. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, we are learning the difference between lies and the truth. Names and words either put us over in life or they hurt and wound us. Amen? Proverbs chapter 18, verse 8. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 8. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 8. The words of a talebearer, a gossip. The words of a talebearer, a gossip, are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost part of the belly. They go in and they do serious damage. Destruction is what they bring. And sometimes it takes decades for us to be healed from those wounds. And Proverbs 26, 22, Proverbs 26, 22, we find the same word. So God is telling us twice. He's telling us twice, like, verily, verily, I say unto thee, show enough, show enough. Did you hear me the first time? 
That's what he's saying. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. They go down on the inside. And they tear up everything they can find to tear up. Amen? These kind of statements hold us in bondage to the past and in the present. Statement number one, I will never be able to have that or afford that. Statement number two, we will never have enough money. I will never have enough money. Statement number three, that scared me to death. Statement number four, we always catch everything that is going around. Psalm 91 says you're wrong about that. Statement number five, I am not smart enough to do that. There's a scripture that says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, statement number six. I cannot do anything about my temper, about my laziness, about my crankiness, or whatever your, your schism-ism happens to be. Because I get it from my father or my grandfather, and I'm just like him. Or I get it from my mother and my grandmother, and I'm just like them. Mm. Sometimes we sink our own boats, don't we? These kinds of statements predispose you to give up trying to be different. When you believe this, you don't make an effort to change because you've already convinced yourself that you can't. They reflect or tell what you really believe. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 8. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 8. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 8. Their tongue is as an arrow shot out. It speaketh deceit. One speaketh peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth, but in heart he layeth his weight. Their tongue is as an arrow shot out. You know, usually when they shoot arrows out, they put poison at the end. That was the idea. It speaketh deceit, so that means it's not going to tell the truth. One speaks peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth. That's just with his mouth. But his heart, he's laying to get even, get over, or whatever the case may be. Hmm, isn't that interesting? Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Oh, generation of vipers. What's a viper? 
It's a nasty snake with a big mouth and ugly fangs and poison that drips out of the fangs. They latch onto you and they put their fangs in you and they extrude that venom into you. And when they finally pull out, if they do, the venom's in you and it's supposed to kill you. That's the general idea. So Jesus says, oh, generation of vipers, not one or two, a whole generation. How can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Remember the illustration I gave you about the the old-fashioned Coca-Cola bottle? You pop the cap off, the lid off, you put your finger over, and you shake it up. And you shake, 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 shake. And then you just move your thumb, and it all comes gushing out. Well, what comes gushing out? Coca-Cola. Why? Because that's what was in the bottle. If Sprite had been in the bottle, then Sprite would have come out. But Coca-Cola was in the bottle, so that's what came out. So Jesus is saying that you got an evil heart, you can't speak good things. Why? Because out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth's going to say something. If it came out your mouth, it's somewhere in your heart. Amen. So I know you're thinking about some ugly things you said. Well... Jesus always receives your tenses. Isn't that good of him? Luke chapter 6, verse 45. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, Bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. So if you don't like what's coming out of your mouth, it's time to deal with your heart. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. As a Christian, Words like these do not please the Lord as they are not of faith. They don't have any faith. We're not allowed to say all that stuff that has no faith, you know. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and not just that, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. No faith, no pleasing God. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, 
If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Nothing, N-O-T-H-I-N-G, shall be impossible unto you. Amen? All right, then. Romans chapter 14, verse 23. Romans chapter 14, verse 23. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Amen. Mark chapter 7, verse 6. Mark chapter 7, verse 6. Jesus speaking. He answered and said unto them, Well hath Esaias prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Ooh. Ooh, that didn't feel good, did it? They honor me with their lips. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. And then, as soon as church is over, they say, run, 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 run. So what was that? I thought they just said, I love you, Lord. No, they're saying, run, 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 run. All right. We're going to work on that, aren't we? Verse 14, verse 14, Mark chapter 7, verse 14. And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. Listen with the intent to obey and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. So that means those ribs you had not too long ago didn't defile you. Neither did the rib saw. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile the man. Those words that came rolling out, that's what defile. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 18, Mark chapter 7, verse 18. And he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do you not perceive? that whatsoever thing from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him. Amen. Amen. Collard greens don't defile you. <laughs> because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, and goes out in the draw, purging all meat. And he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, 
precede evil thoughts, adultery, fornication, murder, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. Notice foolishness is a sin too. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Amen? With these kinds of statements and these kinds of beliefs, you are speaking death to yourself and your future instead of life. Mm. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2. A fool has no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. He just wants to spew out of his mouth whatever happens to be rolling past his mind. That's all he's got to say. There is no hope in these words, no belief based on the word of God, nor on the character and nature of God. All of that, I can't do that. I'm not smart enough to do that. I'll never have enough money. None of that is based on the word of God or on the character and nature of God. There is no belief in these types of statements that things can ever be different. As you believe, so do you speak. And as you speak, so do you act. As you act, so goes your future. As you believe, so do you speak. And as you speak, so do you act. And as you act, so goes your future. Amen. We should love ourselves. As the scripture calls us to, we should seek the Lord so that we can learn how to help ourselves through words of motivation and encouragement. Amen? Amen. So we want to thank the Lord for these words to Brother Donald. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you have to speak victory during the test. No matter how you feel, speak the word and you will be healed. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Depression is all around, but God is present help. Well, the enemy created walls. But remember, giants, they do fall. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Amen? Encourage yourself. Well, I'm waiting on my wife to come and encourage me. No. Why should she do something for you that you're too lazy to do for yourself when you're capable of doing it? 
When you're too lazy, you're too stubborn, and you're too hard-headed to do it for yourself, why should she do it? You know, in marriage, you follow the leadership of the family. Well, the leadership doesn't want to say anything worthwhile, so why should she come do it for you? Each can has to sit on its own bottom. And if she came and did it for you, then that means you don't have any growth in Christ to show for what happened. You're still weak and anemic. You haven't changed nor transformed. See, there's growth everyone has to do for themselves. Your spouse can't do all your praying. Your spouse cannot do all your fasting. Your spouse cannot do all your believing, and neither can your mother or your father. You got to do it yourself. You're required to do it yourself. You're called to do it yourself. So don't try to throw your load off on someone else. It's your load. You bear your own burden. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, we have the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room so that we can come in agreement with your prayer. But we're not going to come pray the prayer for you. You have to get up there and pray to God yourself and put scriptures in yourself that pertain to your prayer. And then we will come in the name of the Lord and come in agreement with what God wants to do about and with the scriptures that you place there to pertain to your prayer request. That's how we do that. But we're not doing the praying for you. You have the ability to pray for yourself? Get to it. Amen. That's the way this works. Words that will help you do not have to be serious or dramatic but they must be true to life and they must be filled with life. Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 63, John chapter 6, verse 63, it is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, not a sprig. A tree. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. That's right. It's a breach in the spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, what's a breach? Well, I'll help you. It's a gap. Where there should be a wall, there's a gap. There's a breaking through. 
there's a vulnerable, weak place, and it allows room for the enemy to enter. That's what a breach is. That's what a breach is. Amen? Amen. Perverseness brings a, a wounding in the wall of the spirit, the protection that's around the spirit. And now there's an opening, there's a weak place that the enemy has access to. Job chapter 33, verse 4. Job chapter 33, verse 4. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. The Spirit of God has made me. That's why I'm here. And the breath of the Almighty has given me life. God has given you life. Why are you trying to nullify? That's a question. Jesus is expecting an answer. You owe Jesus an answer. Your attitude sets or confirms your vision. Your attitude sets or confirms your vision. Your words determine your attitude. What is in your heart fuels your words. You must learn to use words to encourage, edify, and strengthen yourself. I'll say that again. Your attitude sets or confirms your vision. Your words determine your attitude. What is in your heart fuels your words. You must learn to use words to encourage, edify, and strengthen your own self. Amen? Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. Thou art snared. With the words of thy mouth, thou art taken, as in taken captive, with the words of thy mouth. You've been wanting a promotion on your job, but you've been saying for the longest, I'll never be able to make that much money. Well, every time they pass over you, I wonder how they got that bridge to pass over you. Your words built the bridge. Your words that you believe that came out of your heart built that bridge. Lord, I think we need a demolition team today. I I think we're going to need one. I'm pretty certain that's where we're headed. I can sense it in the air. Many of us are in serious trouble in this matter, but you have trapped yourself by your agreement with evil thoughts and wicked words. 
it's okay to say ouch. The words that you speak about yourself and your circumstances literally can change things. Have you ever noticed in a married couple, as long as nobody says the D word, nobody moves in that direction? The minute somebody gets hot enough to say the D word, it's on and popping. The demons are ready to jump in and accommodate what came out of your mouth. Amen. Mm-hmm. These words that come out of your mouth, your speech, they can make the difference between defeat and success. Words based on the truth of God's words, words filled with hope, words filled with belief in God's faithfulness, words with optimism can help to shape a positive future for you and others. I think we all understood that. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bone. If you've got bitterness down in your heart, don't be shocked. If you start having a disease from your doctor telling you you've got it that affects your bone, you see the marrow is in the bones. The blood cells start developing there. So if you allow bitterness and unforgiveness to stay in your heart and fester there, you're starting to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord, and I still have my license in good standing. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 33. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. You know, there are always these people who want to start out at the head of the pack. Other people have been there laboring before them, but they want to be number uno. They want to be number one. Well, it says right here, before honor is humility. Humility and a lot of it. And a lot of it. Praise the Lord. Speech filled with fear, with doubt, and unbelief can cause defeat in your life. Amen. If so, you must believe what you say. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark. Chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, when you speak, when you pray, when you speak, 
when you pray. Believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Mm-hmm. We must choose to develop faith in our own words in order to believe that what you are saying day after day will come to pass. If you don't believe it, why should it impress God? If it's not coming from a heart of faith and belief and trust in him, why should your words affect him? The old adage, if you cannot say something good, don't say anything at all, is a good rule to live by. Because your words come back, you know. What you sow, you reap. And when you reap, you get a harvest and a bumper crop, and a bumper crop, and a bumper crop, and a bumper crop. And you know the bumper crops keep getting larger and larger and larger and larger. Mm-hmm. Words of themselves are not what the world calls magical. There is power in your words because you believe what you are saying. You believe what you're saying. Whatever you believe is how you begin to do things in your life. If you were told by someone you admire or someone like a parent or teacher that you were dumb, that word would shape your future because you decided to believe it. Unlike me, when my dad decided to tell me that I couldn't cook, my idea was, hmm, bump you. So I sat there and I watched the cooking channel and Food Network, and I let professional chefs Teach me how to cook. See, you can have one attitude or the other. It's up to you. You're either going to let somebody label you or you're going to stand up and be what God made you to be. So now they don't want to use the end word. Heck, they're still thinking it and believing it. But that doesn't make me what I am. What makes me what I am is who God says I am. He made me. He sent me here. I'm what he says I am, and I'm nothing less. And that's been the truth the whole time. Amen? So they can take their word. Since it was theirs, they can take it back. Because I didn't call for it, and God didn't order it up for me. It's not on my menu. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Your choices do matter. So then you decided, since you went for that, them telling you you were dumb, not to try to do anything that requires mental effort. Why? Because you went for it. Because you went for it. 
You know, I had a family member that used to say to me, I don't believe you'll ever amount to anything. Well, guess what? I have at least two professions. See, you can either believe it or you can refute it. And you don't necessarily have to open your mouth at the moment. You can just live your life right, and your life will speak. Let your life speak. I had someone who's a relative of mine try to tell me what they thought about preachers when I told them I was called of God. And they said what they said. And then after I took over the pastorate here, I sent that person a Christmas card. And I said, Pastor Sabrina went right on. I went to visit the friend of that person before they passed away. And I sat at their dining room table and told them I was the pastor of the church. And that person said to me, you mean you're the assistant pastor? I said, no, dear. And I opened my computer. I turned to the website so they could see it for themselves. See, you don't let other people's opinion of you dictate what God has done in you. What God has done in you, they can't change. And you don't have any business denying it. Let God be true and every man alike. What God made you to be, you need to get up off it and be just that. No more, no less, nothing else. He requires you to walk in the truth of what he has done inside of you. So you can't sit back. And let what others think and what others say have any effect on what God really did do in you. So you're overweight. So what? Just about everybody on the planet is. Some people wish they had your weight. You walking down the street, they're heckling you. Ignore them. They're not God. And they didn't make you. They don't know you. You are who God says you are. And that's all you have to account for. Their opinions just don't write. Amen. It's the truth. You need to stop letting other people's opinions tell you how to live for Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Spoken words. Spoken curses program your heart for either success or defeat. Little by little, you can change things in your life, which will change your future. Spoken words, spoken curses, you can stop them from running all over you. James chapter 3, beginning with verse 3. James chapter 3, beginning with verse 3. James chapter 3, beginning with verse 3. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. 
Horses are big, in case you didn't know. They're huge and strong and powerful, and God made them that way. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listed. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts its great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindles. Well, that fire can provide warmth or that fire can destroy. It's up to you. It's up to you. Verse 10, James chapter 3, verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things are not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? Either a vine, fig, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his work, out of a good lifestyle, his work with meekness of wisdom. Amen. We can make a big, powerful horse turn around and go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth. A small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot wants it to, even in strong winds. So also, the tongue is a small thing. But what enormous damage it can do. The tongue is set on fire by hell itself and can turn our whole lives into a blazing flame of destruction and disaster. Is your tongue set on fire by hell? Be careful. The way you see people is the way that you will treat them. If you grew up in an environment where most of your input was not uplifting, it is quite difficult for you to overcome that word condition. If you grew up in an environment where every other word was a cuss word, it's going to be a while before you overcome that. If you grew up in an environment where words were harsh and bitter and there was very little encouragement, you got a battle. But you see, Jesus is your battle lad. So be aware that after all of that, your thinking will not likely change overnight. It's going to take a while. You're going to have to plow in. You're going to have to be persistent. But with God, amen, all things are possible. 
It may take a little work, though. You know, you got some not-so-nice attitudes. And in the spirits, you want to spray the blood right over them. And some of those attitudes you grew up with, it's going to take a while to get them completely out and gone. You're going to have to put a little muscle behind it, little elbow grease, you know what I mean? Some prayer and some fasting go a long way. But you can overcome in Jesus Christ because the overcomer lives in you. The key is not to get discouraged. There's no reason for the discouragement. No matter how it appears, Jesus is your overcoming power. Use the name, church. Use the name. There's power in the name of Jesus. You can overcome in Christ Jesus our Lord. Others have done it, so can you. Okay. So can you. You must reprogram your own mind. And that takes time. You have to invest the time to reprogram your own mind. Some of that foolishness you watch over the years on the television is still stuck up in your mind. And when it pops up, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5 time. It's time to cast down those imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Some of those notions about romantic life and marriage, you got that junk off the TV. It was junk then, and it's junk now. And so you're having a problem walking out your relationship, like God says, because you still got some of that bad programming stuck in your brain. Amen? Or else you observe your relatives and their marriage. Okay, take the blood and erase all of that. Just erase that. Amen? Because that was some of the worst programming you could hope for. Amen? You see people behave this way the whole time you're growing up, and you think, this is what that is. And you don't have an expectation for anything better because you're used to what you saw day after day after day after day after day. So you need a lot of blood because you got a lot of erasing to do. Amen? Amen. You didn't know you had that much inside you till you started trying to wash it away. Lord Jesus, come wash it away. You got to let it go, too. You can't keep holding on. No, you got to let that go. Amen. You must begin by believing what God says about you. Then you must say what God says about you. Instead of your feelings, you give your feelings too much leeway. 
They're just feelings. They come and go. If somebody came and brought you a popsicle, you forget all about what was bothering you and you'd be into the popsicle. Come on. They come and go. They flee. So tell them to go sooner. Now, leave in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. We're practicing that, aren't we? You must begin to speak words of encouragement and belief in yourself to yourself. You must begin to speak words of encouragement and belief in yourself to yourself. I can achieve my goals. I can be more than I am right now. Be reasonable. If you set a goal too far over your abilities at the time, you will fail. Set smaller goals that lead to larger goals. The one-step-at-a-time method still works. Do not set yourself up for more failure by unreasonable words. Example, I will speak what God says about me for the next 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's your first go at it, you might have to start your clock over again. Amen? Add hard work and perseverance. You just have to keep at it. You just have to keep at it. It fell over. We'll stand it right back up and let's keep going again. Words with no works won't bring the success that you desire. Words with no work won't bring the success that you desire. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 11. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 11. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life. Refreshing, sparkling, invigorating. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life. James chapter 5, verse 16. James chapter 5, verse 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man does what? Availeth much. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. James chapter 5, verse 16. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Makes a whole lot of power available. And then when other saints come into agreement with your prayer, even more power is made available. Amen? Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Being confident of this very thing. You got to be sure about this now. That he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. 
being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. God's not going to stop working. Don't you either. Amen? Rise to the benediction. Praise the Lord. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever, And the church said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, saints, some of you need to recast this. Amen. Some of you need to recast this so you can hear it again and again. Amen. God bless you. Pastor loves you. Happy fasting. You die.
Do you know? 